Okay, the okay, the post show. How many of these beers are we going to drink? I guess we will share the Cape May, huh? I guess so. Cape May. Oh wait, you want or do you want the Monday night? Uh, we'll do the Cape May, and then okay. if I'm into the Monday night, we'll do that. So this is Makina Five Hundred One. There's a bunch of different versions of this song, mm-hmm. so it seemed like a reasonable time to use yeah. this. So yeah, dumb holes. Dumb holes. So like you make that in a lab by having waves. That I mean, I'm not exactly kind of cancel. I, I, it's like noise canceling headphones or those mm, dumb holes. No, it's different no. than that. Okay. It, it's 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 I. You know, I, I, I shouldn't actually comment because I really didn't read the paper. From what I understand, I mean, it's a special way of setting up an environment such that literally creates a sound horizon. Okay. Um, but that means, I mean, because it is sort of a physical Does analog, that mean, like, it's this thing where the sound waves fall into it but then they bounce around inside this event horizon like they don't dissipate or no it what? means that they that that sound waves that enter can't get out um like well, but it's the a quick chamber does the same thing doesn't it i you know again i have maybe, maybe that attenuates the sound maybe that's different right maybe I, I shouldn't be really talking about it, to be honest, yeah. because I have not read the paper. I don't know much about it. Um, okay. So. How dare you? How dare you? I've been, I've, I've been busy trying to understand SO3 times 3 and SU2. Mm. Oh, God, Jeff. It's hard. It's hard, but it's so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. There, right. there is... It's such a weird way to look at things to abstract them to this level. It's so... It's just weird. But then you sort of... Then a kind of weird kind of alchemy happens. Because then when you abstract everything to that level... Once you sort of understand that, mm-hmm. you can start figuring out like how things work together in a very abstract way, and then then try to apply that. And if you do apply that in the right way, it works out to a physical solution to things that are happening. That's pretty amazing. Uh, what? I mean, what really this is getting at a lot is sort of what Dirac did, where he uh, he was a, a physicist and really one of the uh, one of the pioneers of quantum physics, and he basically mathematically found antimatter before it was found experimentally. Experimentally, by doing this kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually, what we're doing now, what I'm, you know, the way that that, that I'm learning it, and and, and the way that it, that is being presented is not the way that he did it. He did mm-hmm. it in a harder way, uh, but understanding how he came about this by taking this idea 
uh, of rotation, pulling out what that means just on a ma- pure mathematical level, then applying that to something else. Like, okay, here's a good example. Um, the okay, so a group. A group is sort of like a set. Now, you've, of course, dealt with sets. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of objects that are in a set. But a group is a set plus an operation that okay. that fills a specific, type, specific set of rules that I won't go into. But there are certain rules that a, that a group has to have in order for it to actually be a group. But an example of a... Of so, okay, if I say, okay, what are the what are the answers to an even and odd number under multiplication? Even times even. If I, I'm making like a multiplication. Yeah, yeah I'm just like, so I've since forgot these rules. Yeah. I'm just like trying to double yeah. check. Like, so even times even is even, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even times odd, odd. Even times odd, odd. Odd times odd. Her odd. Three times three is nine. Did I do this wrong? <laughs> yes, I meant addition. Even not under addition. I'm sorry. The process is addition for this one. I'm sorry, I did it wrong. Okay. That's easier. Sorry. That's easier to make sure it's like yes. a proof and not yes. me just like doing a couple math, math equations yeah. in my head. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's addition. It's even. Yeah. All right. So we see sort of a mm-hmm. how that works. How about now? This is multiplication. This is why I was confusing myself. One and negative one under multiplication. All right. One times one is one. One times negative one is negative one. Negative one. One, yeah. How about uh, identity plus identity and pi under rotation? <laughs> what identity is positive negative, right? Identity is just the oh. is the same thing you got back before. It, oh, so one the identity of so like the identity the multiplicate. The multiplicative identity is one. That means that five times one is one. Ten times one is one. Mm-hmm. Eleven times one is one. The the additive identity is zero. That means that five plus oh, zero right. is zero. Okay. Ten times right. zero. So the identity, and think about rotation by pi. Two pi would be a full rotation, mm-hmm. right? So you have identity times identity or identity rotated to identity. Well, that's no rotation at all. That's identity. Pi plus pi. Well, that's two pi. That gives you right back to, mm-hmm. to what you got, and then you have pi and pi. But you see how these are all the same structure. Yeah, these are all representations of the same group. Now the group is called Z two. Is what's called the simplest non-trivial group. It has inside of it identity and the negative, the inverse of the identity. Mm-hmm. That's all it has inside. Right. But these are all different representations of the same mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. 
And so what you're dealing with is you get these group structures that have different representations. Okay. So you build out these structures of essentially objects and a and some sort of transformation or some sort of uh, way of combining the different objects inside of the group. And they have to satisfy a certain number of conditions. I won't even go over them because there are four conditions and it's like there's has to have identity, has to have the inverse of the object in there. There's a couple of things in there, but I won't go over it because you don't, I don't want to get this. But th this is sort of the very basic idea. It's cool. So, like, with multiplication, if there's an even number, then these. Um, Answers even, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's even, even, even odd. Right. So that is not Z2. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that, that is not a representation of the Z2 group. Yeah, I was just trying to think about the multiplication thing after you messed yeah. up, right? I'm like, because I'm like, like it's, I was running more examples just to make sure it fit the pattern, right? Right, because it's just, it, you know, it's, it, multiplication is just sort of abstract addition, right? Mm -hmm. So you're, whatever you're, adding even numbers to Groups you're multiplying even, yeah you're just, you're just doing adding even, even number by even, even numbers, numbers to even numbers yeah and then odd numbers to odd numbers yeah but you see the interesting thing here where this oh. is there, there's a process plus the condition right this this is under addition this is under multiplication this is under rotation Mm -hmm. So the group itself is an abstract version because the group is just, it has an identity, it has an identity, and it has some operation mm -hmm. that satisfies right. that sort of matrix. Right. I mean, it's it's not like... <laughs> not going to help you get through your problems <laughs> but it as a way of looking at the world you start from there and you build that and mm -hmm. you sort of see how this is a really useful method to to take into account how things combine with each other and how things transform with each other and you can then make when you have now these groups that have a bunch of different representations, but you have these groups, you can deal with these groups and how to mm -hmm. do the algebra between these groups, how to transform them in a much more abstract way and then bring them back into their representations and use that. That's the idea. That's mm -hmm. physics. Groups and representations. Cool. Anything on your side? There's a thing going on I can't talk about on the air. Mm -hmm. um, I want to thank you for your help. Glad to help out, always. It was huge. It really was. But I won't get into that. Yeah. Uh, I would highly recommend people watch this thing on Netflix, The Bash Brothers. It's the Lonely Islands, sort of, they call it a visual poem. It's like... Uh, it's it's like a twenty minute like sketch thing about Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. It's so funny and it's so good and there's so many like 
<laughs> I don't know exactly how to describe it, but just watch it. It's worth your time. Okay, we didn't talk about the last episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, no, we haven't. Did we talk about the episode before? I think we, we did. did. We talked about the episode before. The penultimate episode. Yes. But the ultimate episode. So, um, Tyrion. Well, was... first of all, what are your thoughts? I still feel like they had a different writer's room for the last season. I was shocked because I didn't hate it. Okay. Like, I expected, I, mean, yeah, I, I went in and going to hate funny. it. The thing I hated the most was as soon as Tyrion walks into the castle, he finds his siblings under a pile of rubble. That's I mean, the, yeah. That's the thing I hated the most. Like, <laughs> because it feels like I'm watching fucking Star Wars. Everyone right. knows everyone. Everything's so convenient. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he walks in and, oh, look, there's a golden hand. Or bronze hand, or whatever it is, right? It's, I mean, I took that for narrative expediency, yeah, which is yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, as a... This show is not a lived-in show anymore. It mm-hmm. doesn't have that. It, it It's very, very writery. Very... Everything is being led by, by, the, by the script. Yeah. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. Um, I, I thought that um, Peter Dinklage had an awesome episode. Oh, he nailed it. Man, it would it, that episode would have sucked if he didn't have as good a performance as he did in that episode. Yeah. He was on fire, mm-hmm. and he needed to be to save that yeah. episode because you know Brand is such a nothing. There's nothing character. there. <laughs> nothing <laughs> empty. Is it is it the actor who just can't act, or yes. is it the director telling him to just be so boring? Because There's multiple on, directors because he's because he's omniscient. Be boring. There's multiple directors for this guy, so I can't blame it on directors. I gotta blame it on the actors because just how he decided to play that is just completely uninteresting. Oh yeah. Uh, I I mean I'm not an actor, so I don't know how how I would have played that better. Uh-huh. Um. It was weird, like weird choices, like Sansa demanding that the uh, Winterfell, you know, the people of the North demand be free. Like there was like no consequence to that, or like okay, whatever. There are <laughs> so many problems. Like okay, they they literally had a scene where they're executing Lannister army people, not like generals, but just plain old yeah. regular army people. In the streets for just being a part of Lannister army, Tyrion becomes a traitor by Daenerys, and John kills Daenerys, and the Dothraki and the the Unsullied don't kill them right away, mm-hmm. like they did the Lannister. They wait for people they don't care about. The rest of but how did how did anyone know like why how, why did they wait? How did anyone know how Daenerys died? Maybe she rode off on the dragon. The dragon also understood symbolism. Yeah, <laughs> that bugged the shit out of me. Yeah, but like when when Grey Worm knew how Daenerys died. I mean, I, John had this like confess what he well, did. Well, yeah, but John's the kind of guy. Yeah, I could see that being John 
goes out and says, I, I killed her because that's his that's his shtick. He's honorable. Yeah. That's what he does. So that that felt consistent to his character, even though he didn't show that scene, it felt consistent okay. to the character that that's what he would do. Uh, how long how long was the flash forward? Like how long was Tyrion in jail? Like they made it like a couple weeks, but I mean he had like like eight months worth of beard growth. I it it, it seemed like more like months and weeks to get everybody yeah. there to be I mean it would have had to take I don't know, the 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 rules of travel in this universe Arya can apparently teleport, so I don't know what the <laughs> what the rules of travel are. What happened to Arya's horse? And it's like, there's so many things that are just dropped or, or thrown down. And But the weird thing is, like, as a conclusion to the story, everything sort of made a kind of sense. Was John escorting the wildlings back to their village? Or no, he... I, it, to me that felt like he was leaving, leaving the, the, the Night's Watch. Restaurant behind, just like Arya was in yeah. some sense. I couldn't tell if he was leaving the Night's Watch or just on a ranger, you know, a ranging mission. No, it felt to me like he was leaving, and that seems to be what was going for what what they were going for. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, yeah. I mean, why if if the Dothraki and the Unsullied have left, then why do you have to honor the thing where John has to become member of the Night's Watch, which is never reason to exist anymore. <sighs> And, and after the Unsullied and well, Dothraki leave, so how, just, how just how say, many... hey, John, come back. I mean... So, do you know, do you remember from the books, like, how long winter lasts and how many, how how long is it until the next winter? The the books ended... The... But that was... Well, that might have been covered in the beginning, right? Like, no, no. Uh, like, they don't say how long summer was versus winter. The, the, and... So, the thing about the seasons is they're magically influenced. Uh, okay. I mean, because kind of like, okay, so they, they fended off this winter, but isn't the fates going to put another Night King out there? No, it's no. not. No. It doesn't work like that in the Westeros world. Mm. There's a magical influence that causes the seasons. Uh, but I figured, you know, and this is from, I, I, I figured the magical influence would just make another Night King the next time winter comes around. You'd, you'd in, think. But so, in 20 or 30 years or whatever. I mean, this is what George R. R. Martin is. I should say George R. R. Martin is a staunch atheist. He's not a guy who believes in any yeah. in any stuff. But but in this world that he created, there's a magical influence. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe in magic, right, right in the real world. But but there's a magical influence sure. that's creating this this seasonal thing. And so in his world, it, it is the the whatever it is. There there isn't a night king in the books. There's oh. a character of the Night's King. But that's a sort of old story, hmm. but the books there's just sort of the threat of what were what were in the books called the others, but Game of Thrones premiered around the time Lost ended, so they couldn't use the others, <laughs> so they called them the White Walkers. Okay, the White Walkers I think is occasionally used in the books, but it's mostly they're called the others. Okay, and they're the dead, uh-huh. but. Is there any? How do you get from a normal dead to a White Walker status? So, if you remember, this was in the show. This was okay. not in the books. Okay. Uh, the Children of the Forest, which were the creatures that were around Westeros before the first men, the Andals, okay. arrived. 
they they were warring with the men. They took a man. They they stabbed him with dragon glass, and he turned into the Night King. Okay, and that was the first White Walker. Okay, and that was the that was the introduction of the Night King. That that was that was news to people who had read the books. Okay, gotcha. And he gets stabbed in the heart again. And he gets stabbed yeah, the same place he got stabbed with dragon glass, he gets stabbed with Larry steel. steel. And that hmm. poetic. Like you can see how expressed in a long form in a book that would be poetic and it would work. Yeah. Except for Ari getting past like five deep guards. The the storytelling here was abysmal. Yeah. And the thing that bugs me the most in the last... I mean, there are, I mean, a lot of things, but... I don't know. They killed that dragon. Like, like, like what... How that advanced the story at all? Like, what was... Like, they it still... It felt like they were checking off things on, on, on a right, box they had to get past. It, that wasn't the thing that sent Daenerys over the edge. No, it was Melisandre getting her head cut off. Who we shared, right. shared a scene with in, like, two seasons. Yeah. So, it wasn't not Melisandre, Miss Sandy. Yeah, killing killing the dragon didn't set her over the edge. They still torched King's Landing yeah. to ashes. Uh huh. I don't understand why. Like they didn't even kill the dragon in an interesting way, right? Yeah, it, it was not interesting. They could have made it interesting just by doing some a little editing. Like, literally, they could have edited around that and made it more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, by having the ship show up first and then and then attack. That's all you'd have to do. A couple... But, no, you, but you could have had Daenerys attacking the Armada and a lucky shot taking out the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if if all you had was the time to, like, I mean, they had all the time in the world to make this, and all the money in the world, and they still decided to only do... So, I mean, I, all the blame's on, on these guys, for sure. Not on the people, not on the actors, not on the production people, not on any of these people, other than the writers. This is all on the writers. Everything, every failing here happened on the writers, and you could see because of the way it kind of... Everything sort of worked out in the end that there was a story here that could have been told that was good. Yeah. But everything's on the, the, the TV writers here who did a great job of adapting the material until there was no material to adapt. And then... By the way, these are the guys who are making the next Star Wars trilogy. Wait, there's another trilogy? Yes, there's a new trilogy that's being created and it's being created by these guys who don't have anything to work off of. Fuck. Do we know anything about where, no. how this is set or anything? Mm-hmm. No. That reminds me, we didn't talk about Rise of Skywalker. Not much. The teaser trailer really. The teaser much. trailer. My feeling is there's gonna. It, it's a Jesus thing, right? Because mm-hmm. th- there's a thing about uh, coming back and the rise of. A new thing that's it's gonna be so Jesusy. I should show you the Red Letter Media thing. (laughs) This is so good. You're gonna love this. 
I hope. So Anakin has the virgin birth and Luke. Yeah, it's going to be super Jesus. So get ready for super Jesus. Super Jesus. No one's ever really gone. No one's ever really gone. That's okay. No one's ever really gone. I should imagine that's the end of of, of the the end of the the previous yeah. trailer is yeah. saying no one's ever really gone. No, it's showing like just dead. He walks on yeah. the trail. No dead one's rebels. ever really gone. No one's ever really gone. Dead. No one's ever really gone. 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 I'm here! That's all right. No one's ever really gone. Obi-Wan Kenobi dying. It's okay, Luke. No one's ever really gone. I took it upon myself to train him as a Jedi. I was wrong. Don't cry, don't cry, it's all right. Don't worry, Luke. No one's ever really gone. And don't worry, Luke. No one's ever really gone. You know, no one's ever really gone. Oh, how sad. No one's ever really gone. No <laughs> he gets about to kill all really the paddle ones. No one's ever really gone. No one's Porkins. ever really gone. Oh, Porkins. Ow. Nobody's ever really gone. <laughs> oh. Ow. Ah, nobody's ever really gone. Oh, my God. Oh, it's okay. Because no one's ever really gone. Oh. Ouch. Nobody's ever really gone. Oh, no. Not Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon? Oh. Oh, wait. I guess nobody's ever really gone. Don't worry, why stress out? No one's ever really gone. <sighs> nobody's ever really gone. Oh no, Shmi! Oh, don't get upset, Anakin. Nobody's ever really gone. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. There, there, Fatso. No monster is ever really gone. Even people that are really gone aren't really gone. Whoa, wait, that guy's really gone. <laughs> Ow! Who cares? Because nobody's ever really gone. Oh my god! Well, it's alright. Because no one's ever really gone. 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 Oh no. Jules. No one's ever really. Oh wait. Oh! Ouch! Nobody's ever really gone. Don't cry, Generoso. Your father's coming back, because nobody's ever really gone. Oh, Boba. No one will ever let you really be gone. Oh, sad. No one's ever really gone. Oh, ouch. Eh, but nobody's ever really gone. Hey, why the funeral? Nobody's ever really gone. You know, no one's ever really gone. Don't worry, Rose. Nobody's ever really gone. Even foam latex puppets that are gone aren't really gone. 
No one's ever really gone. No one's ever really gone. No one's ever really gone. No one's ever really gone. No one's ever really gone. Oh god, that guy just fell in the Sarlacc pit monster, but nobody's ever really gone. Don't worry, Django. You're not really gone. You got clones! Salacious B. Crumb. Wait a minute, you never died. Wait, 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 Obi-Wan, no, he's not really gone. Don't walk away, cut his head off or something, he's not really gone. Because nobody's ever really gone. Boom. Hey, quit cheering, everybody. Even things are never really gone. <laughs> Death Star, Star Killer Base. That's like an example of to me like almost perfect editing. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. It's gonna be so awful. Welcome welcome to the pain of the Star Trek fan. <laughs> Half of Star Trek is shit. Remember when Star Wars was three pretty good movies? <laughs> yeah. Three pretty good movies, but I saw one the other day on it was on TV and I was at a restaurant and uh, you know it was like you know fun child like but like not that good. Empire is good. Yeah. Empire is really good. Mm-hmm. Empire is like a legit good movie in a vacuum. Yeah, the other ones. I mean, the original Star Wars is a very straightforward. Hero's journey. It works. Yeah. As well done. I mean, There's a lot of cool was, imagination. One of the things about watching Star Wars at a restaurant where the sound's not on mm-hmm. is you can it shows its age. It looks mm-hmm. like an old, low budget movie, right? But there's a lot of cool imagination in it. Yeah. So you, mm-hmm. you you gotta give that to Lucas, who who yeah. did come up with all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um and the and the artist who, you know, who made his meandering thoughts into reality but at the same time you know lucas lucas wanted to make flash gordon he just couldn't get the rights yeah and lucas didn't write the other two star wars and then so so he wrote the and he wrote the first one but the first one was apparently a complete disaster that was saved in the edit bay uh, there's a whole documentary about that mm-hmm. that I haven't even yeah. watched. I've watched like I've seen like 20 minutes of it. But he wrote them. There's these first three, and they're they're like they have a lot. You can see a lot of interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. Super cool ideas in some sense, but no storytelling acumen whatsoever. And then this corporate shit pile. I just got to give more props to Marvel. I mean, what they managed to do yeah. is really impressive. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I think that's good enough. Yep. We will see you soon, everybody. Thanks.